Johnny knows best may contain adult language and explicit content. Parental discretion is advised. Host and subject matter may be offensive, extremely petty, or both. Additionally, Johnny knows best is not liable for guest content, censorship, or hurt feelings. The following podcast is dedicated to Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX, one of the greatest rappers still currently alive and uh, one of my personal favorites. We pray that Earl heals and we pray that he comes back to us. I come to you hungry and tired. You give me food, let me sleep. I come to you weak, you give me strength, and that's deep. You call me a sheep and lead me to green pastures, only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. You give me the word and only ask that I interpret and give me the eyes that I may recognize a serpent. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie till I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. I come to you because it's you who knows. You showed me that everything was black because my eyes were closed. You gave me the light and let me bask in your glory. So it was only right that when you ask for this story, I put it together to do our dogs some good. Our dogs being brothers and sisters in the hood. Plenty of times you sent help my way, but I hid. And I remember once you held me close, but I slid. There was something that I just had to see that you wanted me to see so I could be what you wanted me to be. And I think I've seen it, because I don't feel the same. Matter of fact, I know I've seen it. I can feel the change. And it's strange how it's got me beating down your door. But I've never known love like this before. It's a wonderful feeling to get away from the pain. And up under the ceiling, I get away from the rain. And the strain that I feel when I'm here is gone. I know real, so I wipe away the tears, son. And I almost lost faith when you took my man, Monty, Faso, and Dre's brother, Dan. And I fear that what I'm saying won't be heard until I'm gone. But it's all good, because I really didn't expect to live long. So if it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see the light, give me pain till I die. But please, Lord, treat him right. It is Monday. April 5th, 2021, as I am recording this, but it probably won't go up until Tuesday, April 6th, 2021. Yeah, this episode probably won't go up until Tuesday, but this is Johnny Knows Best. I'm your host, Jonathan Mays. What's up? How y'all doing? And this is going to be episode 74, Hot Johnny Spring. Because Hot Johnny Spring is upon us. We're deep in the Hot Johnny Spring, actually. Um, I want to thank all of y'all for clicking on my show, for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate 
everyone uh, that has uh, shared the podcast or if you just like the podcast, whatever. Whatever you've done, I appreciate it. Even if you've done nothing, I, you know, I appreciate y'all too, even though you're kind of worthless because you haven't done anything. But got a pretty good episode for y'all today. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff that's going on, you know, in the intro was uh, a tribute to one of the greatest rappers. Um, I don't even want to just call him a rapper because he's been just like such a huge influence in pop culture. Um, probably for the last, what, 20, 25 years. Um, DMX, probably even longer, maybe 30 years now. DMX, Earl Simmons, um, he, uh, had a, recently had a, um, no, he had a heart attack after an, well, a drug overdose, apparently, um, and he's in a vegetative state, uh, this happened sometime last Friday, late Friday, when this happened. Because I think it was like Saturday morning, early Saturday morning when uh, I got off of work when I found out about it. And uh, it's not looking good. They said he has a uh, severe brain energy. Basically, he's in, like I said, he's in a vegetative state. You know, his brain is being deprived of oxygen. And uh, he's basically in a coma right now. Um, well... A vegetative state is kind of a little bit deeper than a coma because uh, it's like uh, the person cycles through periods of wakefulness and sleep. So the best way to describe a vegetative state is that the patient is awake, but they're not responsive. And, uh, you know, his friends and family... Uh, or just praying that uh, he recovers and uh, fully wakes up. But uh, the thing with a vegetative state is once you have like a stroke, which I've had a stroke. I had a stroke uh, last last summer. I had one. Um, it's not looking good. He might survive for a little while, but uh, depending on like a lot of other complications, he could pass away. And uh, all of us that are fans of DMX, we've been praying for him. We're pulling for him. I know with like brain injuries and uh, brain trauma, you know, that really could go either way. Uh, Not only have I had a stroke myself, but uh, my mom, you know, when God rest her soul, Mabel Mays, uh, she had a stroke Massive brain stroke back in uh, 2004. And uh, she was in a coma herself for 19 days. Uh, she was asleep, would wake up. Like she was going to pass away. And, uh, you know, I met with hospice. Hospice came to my job and talked to me. And they were preparing us or preparing me and my family. Back then, they were preparing us that uh, my mom would pass away. And then 19 days later, she just woke up. You know, she was at the nursing home then. 
and she woke up, and uh, after that, I got 16 more years with my mom, where, uh, so, it, my point is, well, the reason I bring that up is, you know, DMS is in a vegetative state right now, you know, doctors and uh, medical experts are saying that he's not going to wake up, but if, you know, if it's God's will, that doesn't mean anything, you know, he could wake up tomorrow, he could wake up this week. And uh, that's what we're praying for. Because uh, the, the longer he, uh, you know, stays in that state, I think the worse that it is. But uh, like I said, we're all just really pulling for DMX. Um, even if you're not a fan of his music or even if you don't listen to that kind of music, you got to be pulling for DMX here. Uh, I know he had a drug overdose and. That was probably due to something, some stuff that he did itself. But uh, you got to, you know, why would you want to see anyone? Uh, you know, this man has family. You know, he has a fiance. He has an ex-wife. And uh, his fiance and his ex-wife actually came together and embraced each other. Like, that's rare where you see an ex-wife, an ex and the current uh, girlfriend or fiance or future wife embrace. Hopefully, you know, if he lives, it's going to be his future wife. Um, the fact that they come together, you don't really see that very often. And from what I understand, from what I see, he has four kids too. So where, whether you like DMX or not, or however you feel about DMX, you don't want to see, you know, someone lose their spouse or their partner or their uh, father. You really don't want to see that. Um, especially when, you, you know, I've been, I've lost my mom in the past year. And I know how much that can uh, change your life when you're not prepared for it. And, you know, DMS has a lot of issues with drugs and you know, he was locked up for a really long time, and uh, he got out and was doing well. I heard that he had been doing well. I didn't know that he, you know, had really got bad on drugs again. Um, but I guess when you're at it, you know, you struggle. And sometimes you slip. And sometimes, you know, you uh, fall back into bad habits and this time it just caught up with him. Maybe all the years of drug use have uh, caught up with him. And I really just pray that uh, he makes it through to the other side. I mean, not to that other side. I hope he doesn't pass away, but I hope he, you know, comes back to the, you know, fully to the full land of the living. And I hope he wakes up. But, uh, you know, there's been no new update as far as I can see. Things haven't gotten any worse, but haven't gotten any better. And his brain activity is very low. But uh, like I said, when it comes to like states like that or like comas or vegetative states, person could wake up at any time or the person could pass away at any time. It just depends on, you know, the circumstances and the complications. So we'll see what happens to DMX. But yes, you know, that whole DMX situation, it really bummed me out um, over the weekend. And uh, this every time I think about it, like, you know, it's hard because I, I really, 
as of uh, Saturday morning when I got off, or Sunday morning, I even Saturday morning, Sunday morning when I got off of work, I'm officially on vacation. And uh, partly, that's partly why this, this episode is called Hot Johnny Spring, because I'm on vacation now. And uh, I'm trying to enjoy my vacation, and I have been. You know, the last, uh, this is the third day, that, or this is day two, but by the time you hear this, it's going to be on day three. So, uh, let's just say day three, since my, th- this episode won't go up until Tuesday. Um, so, this is day three. I'm enjoying my vacation and everything, but uh, I really don't want DMX to pass away, because that kind of would... <laughs> Put a damper. It's gonna hard for me. It's, it'll be real hard for me to enjoy myself and be happy. And uh, someone who has inspired me through his music, like I got DMS's first two or three albums. I went out and uh, and bought them. When you could go to the store and physically buy CDs, which I guess you still can, but you know before everything became mp3s and before you could like download music and stream music and uh when cds were basically the only thing you could do way back in the day i used to always like he was like one of my favorite rappers him and uh i was big on dmx kanye west too when kanye first came out and uh jay-z those are the main three uh, albums that every time they would come out with a new album every Tuesday when the new albums would drop on Tuesday I would have to go cop whatever album they would come out with and uh, it's just crazy man you know people is dying they ain't never died before as I used to tell my mom all the time and it were, she would always get a kick out of that line but you know we lost Kobe last year Lost Chadwick Boseman last year. We lost Nipsey, I think, a couple years ago. And uh, it's just, it's hard. Like, we're losing all these people. They're really not old or elderly. Like, you want all all these uh, people that mean so much to you. You want them to grow old and become old old people. But uh, they're, they're all passing away. And everybody, the reality is... That everybody is not going to pass away as an old person. You know, even people listening to this, you know, some of us are going to go quicker than others. And that's that's part of life. But that's something that's really hard to deal with uh, as you get older, because it becomes, you know, death is something that becomes more like prevalent. Um as you get older, as you get into your, your 30s, your late 30s and 40s, you start to think about it a lot more and what it really means. Um, especially you have a family like DMX, whether, you know, he was close to all his kids or not. You know, I'm sure they don't want their dad to pass away and they want him to pull through. And then, and then on top of that, you got all the thousands and millions of uh, fans and people that, you know, were touched by his music and his message that are pulling for DMX. People that never even met DMX, they want him. You know, I saw, you know, today or yesterday where the Rough Riders, 
the motorcycle uh, crew had uh, were outside his hospital room playing music. And, uh, you know, just showing, playing his music, just showing that kind of support and that kind of love, you really hope this guy pulls through and he makes it. It's, it's very sad. And uh, I don't know. I, it doesn't look good. It looks like it might have like a tragic ending, but what a comeback it would be if he wakes up and starts to improve. Even if he's able, even if he's not able to perform again or do music again, you, I just want him to, you know, to live and be alive. And uh, it it's tragic, but at the same time, you know, uh, this situation and even what happened to my mom several months ago. I I started therapy recently, last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, uh, today was my second day going. Um, I started it last Monday and I went again today and I've been working through a lot of my issues with my mom passing away and I've been working through a lot of my, a lot of my other issues, which I won't get into because y'all didn't uh, click on the podcast to listen to that, but I've been working through a lot of things and I'm in a really good place right now. Um, I probably sound like I'm tired, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually in a really good mood. Um, probably because I'm on vacation. I don't have to go going to work anytime soon. Um, I, I pretty much got a whole week where I don't have to be at work, but I've, uh, I've been just trying to work through a lot of things and I've been able to do that. And, and then when you see something tragic happen, it really makes you appreciate life and appreciate, you know, your life and the people around you and the people in my life a lot more than uh, than I have been doing. Because I'm not going to lie to you or to any of y'all. When my mama passed away back in September for I've been really feeling bad for myself the last September, October, November, December, going into January. I, I haven't felt, you know, good. I had like a real, I've been in and out of depression, but still trying to move forward. I've still been going to work. I think one time I called out one weekend because I just couldn't go to work. I couldn't function. But other than that, I've been going and I've been dealing with it. And uh, mostly by myself. And I think that was a mistake to try to carry the grief alone when I had people that were willing to let me lean on them. And uh, I just hadn't been doing that. And so when I started going to therapy, that really made me start to open up more to people, to open up, you know, to my therapist and to work through a lot of stuff. So you know, I'm doing a lot better, but yeah, the, the whole, this whole thing that happened with DMX, you know, even though it was a drug overdose, something could happen to us at any time. Like I, I, I try to tell my friends that all the time. I tell all my friends that I love them, you know, cause you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow to any of us or next month or next year. 
you know, we think we have this unlimited amount of time or we can just put shit off until next time because we we got time to do it. But the truth is you don't have time to do it. You know, you don't you should treat. And this is what I try to do. You should treat every day like it's going to be your last day on Earth. So like if you want to treat yourself, treat yourself. If you that that thing you want to say to somebody that you've been holding inside, say it. Because life is so short that uh, you'll put shit off, and then you'll be gone. You here today, and you'll be gone tomorrow, and you won't have done what you were supposed to do or say what you were supposed to say. And uh, that's a lesson that I've really been trying to uh, learn myself. Is to just not, not have any regrets, not leave anything open, not leaving anything open for debate. But like I said, I'm praying for DMX, and uh, that's all we can do right now is pray and wait and hope for the best and uh, anticipate the worst, but hope for the best always. But yes, I'm very excited for my vacation. I leave, I leave for Tampa on Wednesday. They right before noon, we're going to leave and uh, get down there. We're going to do some stuff the first couple of days. Because WrestleMania isn't until Saturday. And so we're going to do some things. Uh, you know, I don't think we got anything planned for Wednesday. We're just going to get into the hotel and settle in. And then Thursday and Friday, we're going to do some things. Uh, see, see the, the sights a little bit. Cause, uh, I don't think I've ever been to Tampa. I've been through Tampa, I believe, but I don't think, uh, I've ever, you know, uh, been in Tampa for like an extended period of time that I can remember. And I've, I've traveled a little bit, but, uh, yeah, we're going to go to some restaurants. I re- really want to go to, uh, Try to check out Hulk Hogan's bar, and that's a Clearwater, I think. We're going to try to check that out. But uh, me and my people that I'm going with, and, uh, you know, shout out to all of them. You know, it's a big weekend coming up, WrestleMania weekend. WrestleMania 37 live from Raymond James Stadium, Saturday night and Sunday night. It's a two-night event. You can uh, catch WrestleMania on the Peacock Network because there is no WWE Network anymore. Let's talk about that for a second. WWE Network in America, only in the U.S., not everywhere else. I guess everywhere else outside the U.S. is still just WWE Network. But in the U.S., um, WWE Network is, is, is over with as of... The end of, uh, well, I think like just the other day, it officially went down forever. Or maybe not forever, but for right now. And then if you're inside the U.S., you can only uh, watch WrestleMania on Peacock. Which is, Peacock is an app that I've had since late December anyway. I kind of got it because of The Office. The, the TV show The Office was leaving Netflix and uh, I wanted to, uh, you know, I love The Office. And since it moved to Peacock, 
in January, I barely have watched the Oscars on Peacock. I barely have watched Peacock, but I know that I signed up for, uh, I think I signed up for the $5.99 version, I think. And, uh, or $4.99, um, the first tier I signed up for. And there, there's actually, to be honest with you, there's a lot of good shows on Peacock. Um, I just found out they have Psych, they got Monk, any like great USA show, uh, you can find it on uh, any show that was real good on USA. You can find a lot of old USA shows on Peacock. Got a lot of NBC shows. Like they got the old Punky Brewster and the new Punky Brewster, which isn't that great. But, uh, you should check that out for yourself. And now they have the entire, well, not the entire WWE library. But they have uh, some of it, or a good chunk of it anyway. They got all the WrestleManias. And I think most of the pay-per-view events are on uh, uh, Peacock. But then they still got a lot of stuff like uh, the old Monday Night Raws, the old Nitros. You know, they, they got a lot of stuff they got to add. And apparently they're not going to add a lot of that stuff. Until uh, this summer is when a lot of that stuff is going to go up on Peacock. So uh, if you ha haven't signed up for Peacock and you're thinking about it and you want to pay the five dollars is like you can either pay five dollars or the ten dollar version, which is what I got now. I had the five dollar version, but then uh, once WWE Network ran out, I say, well. I'm not paying $10 for WWE Network anymore, so I might as well just go up on Peacock, and then I really save $5, for real, um, because I'm not paying for WWE Network anymore. So, yeah, if you, if you sign up for it, though, don't be surprised if um, everything that you want everything that you loved on the network is not immediately going to be on Peacock. They're going to have a lot of stuff. They're going to have mostly, like, all the new stuff they're going to have on there. And a, a, a lot of the older, like, content they have on there, but not everything. So, uh, yeah, look out for that. But, for one, I haven't had any problems with Peacock. I haven't been on there a lot. I think I watched, like, a couple pay-per-views couple old WrestleManias, because this week I've been watching like a lot of old WrestleManias, like going into this weekend, because, you know, just to get in that WrestleMania mindset, I've been watching a lot of old ones, or ones, you know, ones that I went to before, because I've been to three WrestleManias. I, uh, my first one was WrestleMania 27, yeah, 27 was my first one. And then uh I went to 30, 32, and now this one will be my fourth one, 37. And so it's been like a good while since the last time I've been to one. But, uh and then, you know, you got all the things going on with the pandemic right now. So it's, uh, it's going to be very interesting. Um, they're going to have us in pods, apparently. 
Um, and then we're, there's going to be cutouts in between the pods. So they're going to have like the cutouts like they have for the Super Bowl and for the NBA Finals. And, uh, you know, you've seen the cutouts from these like sporting events. And there's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be a mix of the two. So, but, uh, you know, the Super Bowl, I think, was a big success. And so they decided to bring fans back to WrestleMania. And COVID, the numbers are supposed to be going down. A lot of people are getting the vaccine or, you know, there are, what, two or three types of vaccines. And people are getting them. And uh, a lot of people have been vaccinated. I, I haven't had it yet. I still don't know if I want to get it, to be honest with you. Um, but I know a lot of people that have gotten it. And uh, I, I, right now, to uh, to tell you the truth, I have no plans right now of getting it. But I'm a lot more open to it than I was this time last year. When they first talking about a vaccine for this whole COVID coronavirus uh, mess, I was completely against getting a vaccine. I said, no, there's no way in, in hell I want to get the vaccine. I've never had the flu shot. I don't want to get injected with anything. That was last year. But, you know, now that like so many of my friends have had it and they're still walking around <laughs> with no issues, um, I got to admit, I'm actually like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm more open to it. And I'm not saying that I want to get it or that I plan on getting it, but I'm, I'm a lot more open to it than uh, than I was a year ago. A lot, a lot of things can change in a year. Like my, my life is completely different than it was a year ago. But, uh, you know, for shit, start really like go sideways. But, you know, such is life. You know, things happen and you move on. So let's move on to our next topic. Godzilla versus King Kong. Let's talk about that. Because uh, I didn't uh, get to talk about that in my last episode because it hadn't, uh, it didn't come out until last Wednesday. Godzilla versus King Kong. I watched this movie last Wednesday when it came out on a uh, streaming, came out on HBO Max. It's in the theaters also. Uh, and if you haven't seen it by now, this, this movie was really, really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. That's two in a row, HBO Max, you know, the Zack Snyder Justice League, which if you haven't seen it, you need to go watch that before they take it off. You know, they're not going to stream that forever. Um, I think they're going to stream it for like another month and then they're going to take that off too. But uh, you need to really check Zack Snyder's Justice League out. I talked about it in the last episode. It's four hours long, but it is worth the four hours. Uh, you might have to do it in a couple different settings, but it is worth it. It is so good. Even if you don't like DC movies, even if you're a Marvel fan, you will enjoy this movie. Go see that. But this Godzilla King Kong movie, it was equally good. I really thought... It was, uh, I think it was about two hours long, but it doesn't like, there's no point in the movie where it really drags. It's, uh, there are some issues with the story, I think, and the main plot. Um, 
I don't want to go too much into it. I don't even know, like, is it appropriate to spoil this movie now? It's been out almost a week. Seems like it's been out two weeks, but it's only been out for a week. It just came out last Wednesday. Um, but, you know, there's been a lot of memes. There's so many memes from this movie. I think the way things are now, when something comes out, especially when it comes out on streaming too, but really, it, it, it wouldn't even have to be like streaming or come out on HBO Max or Disney Plus or whatever. There's just, just the internet. Once the internet gets a hold of something, it's fair game. So like, if you don't plan to see something immediately, and, uh, I know one of my friends has said, uh, they haven't seen Zack Snyder's Justice League yet. They're like, well, I'll just wait. And, uh, you know, it's a, such a long movie and I, I want to really sit down and enjoy it. And, uh, I don't even think this past weekend they, they still have watched it. And I said to them, I'm like, well, you better hurry up and watch it because you're going on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. There's just so many memes and people, because people really enjoyed this movie and they want to talk about it. And then what happens is, People get the movie spoiled and they got, I know people got pissed off with me and I didn't really even do any heavy spoilers. Um, I, I never really post any heavy spoilers. I usually see stuff immediately. Like Justice League, that came out, it hit HBO Max here in Dothan at around 3 a.m. I, I watched it immediately and uh, I, I posted about it and everything, but I don't. I don't ever just try to just like spoil shit for the sake of spoiling. Now, I do have friends on my timeline that do that. Um, a lot of y'all are guilty of doing that. But uh, I realize that people have to work and go to school and, you know, they have their own kids. And you don't always have, you always can't just watch stuff immediately. You have relationships. If you got a girlfriend or a woman or, you know, you can't watch something until she can watch it. Like, I understand all that. So I try not to, like, just heavily just spoil stuff, uh, you know, because people, you know, follow my page and stuff. And, they, you know, they don't want that. So I try my best to not say anything about this movie until I felt like enough people have seen it. I usually try to get people a week. But I always say, like, if something comes out and you can't see it in a week, um, you know, not, if you're working like seven days a week, you're not trying to watch movies anyway. That's like, that's not your concern. Your concern is making money, apparently. Um, but I give people a week. If you can't see a movie that's at the theaters and that's on HBO Max and that, you know, there's other ways you can watch it, too. You know, if you have a fire stick or whatever, like, you know, all the movie sites and you can't watch this within a week, you probably are not going to watch it. So I'll give you a week. That's my spoiler limit. And then once a week is up, everything is fair game. Okay, so one of my Facebook friends, I'm going to leave this person anonymous. Um, They probably won't listen to the show anyway. But one of my Facebook friends posted um, uh, a meme after they had seen the movie 
of a King Kong with like a WWE belt, like over his shoulder or whatever. And it said it was basically like winner and still champion King Kong. And uh, that shit just got to me. And I was like, okay, this is what we not finna do. You're not gonna disrespect Godzilla for, you know, for King Kong. And Godzilla, it was awesome in this movie. He really was. And, uh, I've always been more Team Godzilla than King Kong anyway. Godzilla is just a far more compelling character to me. You know, they're both monsters. They're both fictional monsters. But, <laughs> I don't know. The same way that Superman is more compelling to me than Batman. I know a lot of y'all disagree with that. I know y'all y'all love Batman, hate Superman. Most people think, not everybody, but a lot of people think Superman is lame compared to how cool Batman is. And that's fair. We're not going to get into the Superman-Batman debate just yet. But uh, Godzilla, to me, has always been more com- in that same comparison Godzilla is just more I don't know he's more interesting to me than King King Kong is a giant monkey or giant ape but Godzilla is you know and then even in even the old movies uh where they would have son of Godzilla remember that from back in the day a lot of y'all hadn't even seen the movies uh I'm old I'm dating myself I used to watch all those movies like back in the day on the sci-fi channel. They would come on like on on, on the weekend, like early in the morning. And uh, they would play them all day long. I used to watch all those old King Kong movies. Um, and, and the old Godzilla movies. But I really just always relayed, related more to, to Godzilla. I thought he was a more interesting character. And then when all these the trailers came out for this movie, it kind of made it seem like Godzilla was the villain in the movie, and uh, it was going to be more about King Kong. And come to find out, I said, well, when I actually watch the movie, it's probably going to be different. It's going to be more <sighs> equal, equal footing. But it, I watched this movie. This new movie that just came out, Godzilla vs. King Kong. And it is mostly King Kong-centric. It's very pro-King Kong and anti-Godzilla. Um, other than the actual fight, it's, it's, it's very like, uh, you know, this is King Kong's story. You know, Godzilla's in the story. Godzilla's in the movie. He gets some screen time. But uh, it's basically... They, they try to make King Kong is, is like the number one character or whatever. So, I was fine with that. Then when I watched the actual fight, you know, I was fine with how that went. But then afterwards, this is like a few days after I saw it, leading up to the weekend, you know, I, I, I kept seeing more and more people post that, got, you know, King Kong had won the fight. And I'm like, King Kong... Did not win that fight. If you watch the movie, Godzilla basically beats the shit out of Kong to the point where King Kong goes into cardiac arrest, just like DMX. Has a heart attack, basically. And, and then, you know, I'm spoiling the movie now if you haven't seen it, but if, if you haven't seen this movie yet and it's been out a week and then you listen to this podcast, 
I don't know what to tell you. It's spoilers. But, <laughs> I mean, King Kong basically has a heart attack in the movie, and Godzilla walks away from King Kong. Godzilla could kill King Kong. And uh, this movie would have been had a totally different ending. And I thought for a minute he was going to do that, but he just walks away. Not once. That's the first time he walks away. Then they have a battle with Mecha Godzilla, or, or Mecha, yeah, Mecha Godzilla, who is the artificial, humanly created Godzilla, the fake Godzilla. And, uh, you know, King Kong did do a lot of damage to the regular Godzilla. And so he kind of gets his ass beat a little bit by Mecha Godzilla. And basically they team up. King Kong, he, you know, the humans revive him or give him resuscitation or CPR or whatever. And uh, they revive him. And uh, so he comes and they team up and they stop Mecha Godzilla. Then they look like they're going to throw down again, but they basically go their separate ways. The end. Kong goes home. The end. That's basically the, 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 the ending of the movie. So it would lead you to believe that at some point, and the way that this movie is doing, because it's doing very well, like in a box office, not even just streaming, but a lot of people went to see this. Uh, I saw my friend post that it was sold out all weekend. Like she couldn't even go to the theater to see it because it was sold out everywhere. Uh, I think that's a response of people. You know, people have been going to the movies for months and months anyway, but especially now with the vaccine and stuff and the numbers starting to go down, a lot of people are are more actively going out. And this was like the first big movie to me of the year that's come out in the movie theater. Um, this was a huge movie and a lot of people want to go see this. So I understand that the, the box office and the numbers are going to do well. But anyway, you know, it the movie's done very well. And uh it would lead you to believe that there's gonna be a sequel at some point. I definitely think there's gonna be a Godzilla versus King Kong too, or maybe they'll call it King Kong versus Godzilla this time. But there's definitely gonna be a part two or a rematch, I believe. Probably they'll probably start working on it, you know, shortly, or they'll probably announce it soon. Even there's going to be a sequel, and uh, we'll get to see that probably uh, in the next two or three years. That's something to look forward to. Um, they left it open ended. There was like a winner, like Godzilla was the winner of the fight. Uh, let's get that shit out of the way. Let's get that cleared up because some of y'all King Kong enthusiasts. Godzilla won this fight, but I think there's going to be a rematch. There's going to be another, there's going to be a part two at some point. I think that's obvious. Uh, you haven't figured that out by now. Just look at the box office and the way that it's doing in the box office. It's definitely going to be a part two. But I'm not impartial about it. I'm team Godzilla, and uh, I hope Godzilla they have a rematch or when they have the rematch Godzilla beats his ass again I don't have anything against King Kong before you say that 
King Kong is fine. I just think Godzilla is the better character. And the last two or three Godzilla movies, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, I think that one came out in 2019. These last two Godzilla movies have been really, really good. So I kind of want to see more Godzilla. That's what I think he got shortchanged in this movie. So I really want to see, you know, what, where they go for him from him, where they go forward for him and what he does next. That's what I want to see. But, uh, yeah. So before we wrap this show up, cause we're about to be at the end of this episode, actually, we talked about DMX and Godzilla versus King Kong. Let's get into the Paul Pierce firing. <laughs> Former Boston Celtic Paul Pierce has been fired from ESPN. And uh, the reason why he got fired is not for something he actually did on ESPN. And uh, apparently, Paul Pierce has been Working for ESPN since 2017. I didn't know he'd been working for them for that long. I know he's been on there a little while. But apparently it's been since 2017. And uh, he went live on Instagram. Instagram Live Friday night. And uh, he was smoking cigars on, on the Instagram Live. Smoking weed. <laughs> There were people, strippers in the background twerking on his Instagram live and uh, it gambling, a lot of stuff going on in, in this video. Um, it's on my page. If you scroll down, you can find it. And uh, he posted it and uh, and he was doing a lot of stuff that... <laughs> You, uh, on his Instagram that you really can't do because, you know, he works for ESPN, which is owned by Disney. ESPN is one of those networks owned by Disney and you can't do all this kind of crazy shit on, uh, on, on your Instagram and then post it. And then, because uh, I guess he violated his moral clause, morals clause in his contract. But Paul Pierce isn't that great on ESPN anyway. And I really do believe they were just looking for a way to get rid of him. And once this happened, they, you know, they took immediate action and got rid of him and fired him. And, uh, you know, he's been on social media since then. He posted a video responding to this whole situation where he was laughing not really taking it seriously and uh i don't know um i'm not surprised they got rid of him like i said i think they wanted to get rid of paul for a while but they just needed a reason you know and then he's been making the he's been making bad predictions on ESPN. He's been dogging LeBron James on ESPN, and uh, just just he's just not that great. He's not that great of an analyst. But you know, this is the same guy that he then he could say that he was as good as Kobe or I don't know. I just think he's I think he's a clown and. uh 
all his karma came back on him uh, when he did this latest stunt. But it's not a surprise. And, you know, if, that's with any job. If you have a job, you have to be professional all the time. You can't just be wilding out on social media. Even stupid jobs like that I work, there are a lot of them that have social media clauses. Like, not McDonald's, but like other places that I've worked at, they have social media clauses and you can't just, you got to watch what you post because it is, your bosses do monitor. And especially when you're as famous as Paul Pierce. But, uh, so that whole thing is no real big surprise. But who knows? Uh, this is going to be, uh, uh, to be continued. If I came to the end of the show, but there's going to be more Hot Johnny Summer or Hot Johnny Spring. We're not in a Hot Johnny Summer. That's coming this summer. Um, <laughs> this is Hot Johnny Spring, and I want to thank all y'all for listening. And uh, I'm going to try to put this up on Tuesday, hopefully Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening. It's the best time to post these podcasts to get a lot of hits when people are getting off of work. And uh, before they start watching their primetime stuff, a lot of people, they'll listen to my show on the way home or going to the gym or whatever. But uh, thank you all for listening. Please share this podcast. Follow me on uh, Anchor. I almost said Spreaker because I used to be on Spreaker. But now I'm on Anchor and a bunch of other places. But you can follow me on Anchor. And uh, you can get this podcast in most places that podcasts are available. Thank you for listening. And uh, I'll holler.